for today's podcast. Dr. Smith back with us today, and we wanted to provide an update. So first of all, thank you for coming in today for this. Thank you. You know, let's go ahead and jump in here, David, and talk about, of course, school opening plan, which we posted. You and I had a conversation. We presented it at a board of trustees meeting back, I believe, in June, June 21st, exactly. And so we said at that time we were going to provide some updates over the coming weeks as we continue to monitor the local situation. So I know people are waiting to hear about masks. So we'll just start at the top. You want to kind of take it from there? Certainly. So we were concerned about the July 4th weekend and then the sure. the expected spike. So we looked at the period of time from uh, July the 14th through the July 18th. And while there was some elevation, there wasn't a tremendous spike. Um, but unfortunately, in the last two days, July 21st and July 22nd, we've seen 59 new cases in Vandenberg County and 51 new cases, respectively. Uh, so that certainly is cause for concern. But at this point in time, we are going to announce that we're going to follow the recommendation of the CDC as well as the Indiana Department of Health. And uh, the major uh, change from last year's reopening uh, and the revision and the update to our opening plan for this year is that masks are going to be strongly recommended for those that are not vaccinated. But that is not a requirement. It's a recommendation. So if you don't mind, David, while you're talking, I'm going to have it pull up our opening plan that's on our website. You can go to abscschools.com slash opening plan, or you can click it off the main site, and you're going to see what's on the screen right now, and then all, all the buttons are there. Before we hit the button for mass, I will say we've always said we'll provide a date when this is updated, so we're doing an update today. So as you see there, it now says if you're looking at this, you know it was updated on July 22nd. So if we click on masks, this is what you're talking about now. So it says, as you just said, masks will be recommended but not required for students and staff in EVSC. And then second uh, item really hasn't changed. You want to comment on that about uh, when riding the school bus? Correct. Uh, because of the federal requirement and the mandate for any passenger uh, that is on public transportation, be it an airplane or be it a school bus, there is a requirement for the driver as well as the students to wear a mask while they were on our school buses. Okay. And before we get into a little bit more of the nitty-gritty, I just want to stop there and pause for a second and just ask you as a superintendent, as the leader of the school system here in Evansville, what causes you concern with this? Where are you looking at this from? Because this is not an easy decision, anything related to this, but I know this is a big one. Well, it is. Uh, first and foremost, we want to make certain that our students are in the best learning environment possible. We know that if they're in the best learning environment possible, that that then is also best for our staff and best for our entire community. I think what we're looking at now is balancing the educational needs of our students. And we do know that wearing a mask, especially with the younger students, uh, inhibits some of those learning opportunities. But we need to balance that and their educational outcomes with their health and safety. So, um, a few days ago, it was easier, I think, to say, yes, um, this is a good balance uh, in terms of arriving at making mask wearing a recommendation. Uh, it's a little bit tougher today, quite frankly, because if you look at where we are just in the first half of this week, uh, and you look at where we were when we opened school last year, we actually have a higher incidence of uh, daily positives than we had then. In fact, you have to go back to the middle of February before you find um, the number of new positive cases every day that would rival what we have seen in the first half of this week. We had three months of uh, daily positives that were in the single digits. Um, so, you know, we've kept 
the data for the past uh, year. And it seems as though after a holiday or, or that we would uh, see an upward trajectory, then we would arrive at a plateau and then we'd see an upward trajectory again. I know that Two data points don't necessarily make a trend. You need at least three or more. But if things continue as they are, then uh, I just want the public to understand that this is what the the policy and the practice is as of today. What it may be on August the 9th may be very different. Uh, as we know, the Delta variant uh, is 50% more transmissible or contagious than the original uh, variation of COVID-19. That's a concern. Um, and, you know, looking back at our notes from a year ago, there was no treatment, there was no vaccine. So the best that we had were the mitigation strategies of wearing a mask, social distancing, as well as thorough and frequent uh, hygiene and cleaning. Um, so, as I said, we're, we are weighing the educational um, outcomes of our students and what wearing a mask does, specifically for younger students as they learn reading uh, and phonics and pronunciation and those things that are critical and foundational to their success, as well as the need to keep them in a safe environment. Well, and I think what you're talking about there is why on the opening plan we have posted, <laughs> we didn't want to be redundant, but you'll notice basically at the bottom of every screen, it says exactly what you're just talking about. Every bit of information we're sharing is subject to change. It could change two weeks from now. It could change two months from now. None of us have a crystal ball, but we can only give out information we know based on the day, but we just know we, we may have to be flexible. We may have to pivot at any point. Right. And, you know, the dynamic that we have right now is uh, I think the medical community is not necessarily all on board with the recommendations that they would make. I know the American Academy of Pediatrics said that everyone should be masked, whether they're vaccinated or not. That's not the recommendation for the CDC or the Indiana Department of Health. What the medical community, though, is in agreement on is that vaccines are the best way out of this uh, pandemic. And I know in Vanderbilt County that in order to move the percentage up, uh, we need to have 1,200 new individuals vaccinated just to move the percentage up one point. I think the last... Uh, stat that I heard, and that was at the beginning of this week, that 52.5% of the residents in Vanderbilt County that are eligible for the vaccine have been vaccinated. The current vaccination rate, uh, as of the last report that I've received, is two to 300 a day. So based upon that data, it would take us four to six days to move the vaccination rate up one percentage point. I had hoped that we would be at approximately 60% uh, vaccination rate when the schools open. Uh, I'm not so certain that that can happen now, but I will tell you that EVSC was the largest school district to be open for in-person instruction each and every day last year in the entire Midwest. Now, that that is certainly a compliment not only to your students and staff and family, but also to the Evansville community. And I know that the Evansville community will help us out once again. We just want to make certain that our students and staff are in the safest environment possible and that learning opportunities are at their fullest. Sure. Well, let's talk a couple of more specifics about that learning environment and as far as beside mass, beyond that, uh, a couple of other things in place. Social distancing, you want to touch on that. That's still going to say, stay, although it may look a little different this year. Certainly. Social uh, distancing toward the end of uh, the school year, I think the Indiana Department of Health said you could go from six feet down to three feet. So our desk then will be aligned to that new recommendation from the Indiana Department of Health. We will still 
adhere to that social distancing standard and mitigation strategy, but it goes from six feet down to three feet, as well as when we look at uh, sanitizing hard surfaces, the evidence really that we have seen, and I think that is out there, um, is that the sanitation of hard surfaces is not really the preventative measure that individuals thought early on. All of our classrooms will still have those supplies, but the expectation is not that you will sanitize the desk after uh, every class period. Certainly that option exists if our teachers and students want that. Uh, since it is an airborne uh, disease, we still will have the atomizers and we will make certain that all of our buses um, are taking advantage of that. Uh, mitigation strategy. But when you think about what has changed, really uh, the mask going from mandate to a recommendation, I think is the biggest change. We will still have social distancing. We're still going to make certain that we have seating charts, that we work in pods, that, that we know where our students are because it's extremely important to us and I think to our families in the community that when, not if, but when COVID-19 goes into our classrooms from the outside that we still are able to do our contact tracing and then make certain that we are able to quarantine. The other thing that is different now with quarantine is that if you've been fully vaccinated and if you have been deemed to be in close contact to someone that's tested positive, if you've been fully vaccinated and you're still asymptomatic, which means you do not display any symptoms of COVID-19, then there is not going to be a need and a requirement for you to quarantine. And I know that many of our athletes and many of our students that are involved in extracurricular activities, that has been very important to them because they understand the importance of being part of the team and being there for their teammates. Well, it keeps them uh, from being knocked out of commission, so to speak, for absolutely. almost two weeks, really. Right. So we've looked at all the evidence at hand. We've looked at all the mitigation strategy and the recommendation of the CDC as well as the Indiana Department of Health. And uh, so we're basically changing to mask being highly recommended, but also uh, not required, and then social distancing from six down to three. And with that social distancing, another thing, and you may have said this if I missed it, but all desks facing the same direction too. So Correct. we know a lot of times you'll see clusters of desks. This year it's kind of that traditional old-fashioned school setup, if you will, where desks are facing the same direction, three feet apart. Um, and, and I just want to continue to shout out, we've done this before, but our school COVID teams did a phenomenal job last year. And as you said, they will still be very much in place um, to provide that contact tracing when necessary. Absolutely. And then, you know, one other thing I want to point out, and I don't know that I want to call this a mitigation strategy, but we did it for the first time last year, and that's our soft start. We did it last year really because of returning from the shutdown, but we had a phenomenal amount of positive feedback really from everyone, from teachers, from students, from families, about that approach at the beginning of the year where we don't have all of our students attending every day together for those first, this year it's going to be four days. So just wanted to remind people of that, August 9th and 10th, students with A through J, I'm talking about their last name, first letter will attend school, and then on August 11th and 12th, K through Z students will attend, and then everyone will be back in place. But after, after last year, we really decided that was a great thing to move forward because I know you heard it too, really positive response. Yes, student, staff, and parents alike 
appreciated the opportunity for students and our staff to develop those relationships, which are so foundational to successful educational environment. And I think it made people feel more comfortable to those students that, you know, everybody has a case of the nerves coming back and just a little better setting for students like that when you have half the number of students in a classroom to really get things back in place so they're ready to start learning. Absolutely. And I know that it is an inconvenience for several families, but the benefit far outweighs the temporary inconvenience. Okay. Um, Before I ask you to recap anything or final thoughts, we just want to remind people again, go to the website um, for the opening plan. That's where we keep everything updated. Um, Even some smaller things, and I say smaller, maybe not that would rise to the level of masks if you're wondering about that, but other things as they change as we think of things that need to be added. We'll add that to the plan so you can keep following that. It's laid out in a very user-friendly fashion. So we encourage people to do that. Did want to remind people that school offices actually reopen from the summer next week. All of our staffs had a well-deserved break. So those offices will reopen. We're going to continue to post more information on the school-specific websites as well. So if you're a parent, you want to know specifics about your child's school. If you keep checking next week as those offices reopen, you'll see more and more information posted. Right. And I I do think from the middle to the end of next week, all school-specific information then will be populated on those individual school websites. Definitely. And just final thoughts for you uh, from your vantage point as we're just a little over two weeks away here from the start of the school year on what you'd like to see or anything off the top of your mind. Well, if we learned anything from last year, we know that change is inevitable. And uh, also with the cooperative effort of everyone, students, staff, parents, the entire community, we were able to have a very successful school year where other schools never allow their students to set foot in their schools. We certainly uh, were not in that situation. So once again, though, while this is a somewhat different dynamic, we find ourselves in somewhat the same position, somewhat uncharted territory, but now we do have the experience of knowing what works. So if we continue to see uh, daily rates of positivity where they currently are the last two days, then um, I I hope the public understands that we will take the steps necessary to make certain that we have a safe learning environment for students. So I implore everyone to make certain that you continue to take the steps necessary to keep your family and your loved ones safe. And we will hope and pray that those rates will start to come down and and that we gain that confidence that that return to a normal school environment will be possible, but time will tell on that. Correct. Okay, David Smith, thank you for sharing this very important information. Hope this has been helpful to people, and you and I will certainly do this again if we have any additional changes that we really want to dive a little deeper into here in the coming weeks. So thank you so much. Thank you.